This podcast is offered by Hakkabai Zen Center on the web at hakkabai.org. Our programs are made possible by the generosity of people like you. Morning. Is there any question? Mm. On Monday, you said this is emergency case. Would you like to say what you meant by that, please? To speak to more than to speak to more than two people. I meant to communicate to one one person communicate with more than two people it's with one speech that is an emergency case <laughs> that's what I meant um, Bird, uh, a bird send signal to surrounding, announcing this area is my territory. Uh, that is an emergency case. <clears throat> what I meant by uh, all of you remember what was context um, come together and sit together it's a emergency case. <laughs> Hmm. We don't put too much emphasis on emergency. You can go, there is an exit, so you can go <laughs> run away. <laughs> That's why I started the question. If you don't know why why you are here, uh, there must be some question. <coughs> if uh, there is no question. Uh, I do not need to talk. Mm. 
Um, my question is, I'm having difficulty recognizing my basic goodness as it arises. Could you speak to that some? What do you mean? What do you mean by your goodness? does it to me? Goodness? Um, a feeling of self-worth, of, of self-worth, 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 firmness in my being, a sense of trust. Mm. That's pretty serious. <laughs> yes, I guess the I'm an emergency case. <laughs> we all understand it. <laughs> mm, unless you do something good, goodness don't show up. <laughs> Especially for immediate other people or situation, even picking up uh, trash from the street, public street, that's uh, enormous goodness. Mm. If you share your joy of practice, it goes eternally, even after die, after your death, it can penetrate into other people and situation. beyond time and space. In the first place, that kind of enjoyment of merit of practice is luckily given to you as a gift. So it comes from somewhere and you give it to others. And it is all free. You don't price, you don't sell it. Good question, thank you. Hi. It's the first time that I'm doing sort of this sort of meditation. 
and it was a very, very good feeling for me to just be in, my, in myself. And the thing what I felt very strange that when the gong bell, just to, to say it's finished, I felt a huge tension in my head coming after. And it was so, well, during my daytime and lifetime, I can feel this tension and I deal with it all the time, more or less. And it was very surprising for me Then I concentrated. It was really very good feeling in me. And just getting out, it was really, <laughs> but so rapid, you know, so terribly rapidly. So I'm, it's the first time I experienced this in and out. Um, really, I can see it, this tension coming out. So it's a question, <laughs> or maybe it's not, it's constant. I don't know. <laughs> mm. It is not a question. Thank you. Many of, most of us feel the same way, I think. This sort of meditation, you say, what sort of? <laughs> Everyone is doing different. <laughs> it is good that we have individual body and mind. You've got something to say? Yes. My question is, um, how do I keep my heart open when I continually am having judgments come up about myself or about a situation? Hmm. The problem is you doubt your judgment. Judgment, uh, it's themselves, uh, it's a natural uh, phenomena. You, it just measure your measuring standard. Uh, to, to be righteous about it is something else. To come from six consciousness, so to speak. Six is uh, below uh, uh, mano vijnanas, uh, deeper, in, inhabited consciousness. Seventh consciousness is uh, personalized consciousness. Over many years of uh, life experience, you develop this according to like, dislike, uh, suitable, unsuitable, uh, very stained mind 
stained consciousness by do you say do tourism good good and bad it's a uh, it's a result of your life experience uh, over many years and you you feel this is a uh, finest uh, this is a most favorite and finest uh, place for you. Krishna Manas, it's called. Krishna is a stained, inhabited, habituated. Mano Vijnana, the sixth consciousness which uh, gather all information of your uh, sense organs, uh, its perceptive uh, element. You gather them all and uh, give uh, information to your seventh consciousness. And immediately calculated uh, all information and seventh consciousness say yes let's go ahead or no we don't I do not take this yes or no is decided <clears throat> everyone has this kind of a, um, or um, embedded uh, necessary survival balance, so to speak. And some people don't uh, get frightened in dangerous state. Some people are extremely sensitive about uh, situations and uh, immediately react to uh, whatever impulses lead to you. <coughs> mm. Judgmental uh, it uh, um, it has a problem when we stick to um, judgment, especially on your own. Um, which hopefully bring you to deep spiritual practice. Um, 
in matter of fact, it goes always no to you. You are no good. Similar question of this. Uh, what good nature I do I have? How can I make effort to please other people or serve well other uh, people? <coughs> when you are so judgmental about your own self, before some uh, sprouting goodness uh, it's observed you stamp on them you are no good and withdraw yourself uh, literally from doing good to others Good friend come along usually at that time and hey come on, come on let let's go to meet let's go to meet with this person or something like that and you start to open up The matter, subject matter, is uh, how powerful energy of uh, compassion could be channeled. That is what the question is. Especially when you speak of heart, uh, I feel that. How to channel concentrated energy, knowledge, uh, effective to others. Our practice in daily life is nothing but cultivating this area. We may, we need many, many uh, lives to live and uh, practice, accomplish your final uh, final judgment, so to speak, whether you can say yes to you. Maybe you can die now and never come back or something like that. <laughs> Please, if you could uh, pronounce your name, I'm appreciated. My name, my name is Howard. Howard. My question is two parts. The first part, I would like you to talk about bowing. Hmm. 
Um, I don't really know what happens and why to do it. <laughs> the second part of my question is when I enter a meditation, my, when, when, when I come into a meditation yes. <laughs> and I offer the incense, <laughs> And then after the meditation is over, mm. and I put out the candles and bow, mm. the mood is much more respectful mm. than when I first light the incense. Mm. Is, and I notice when you do it, the incense is very 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 thoughtfully placed and mm. and lit and i don't come in with that i leave with that feeling but mm. i don't enter the hall with that feeling mm. and and that's basically what i'd like to hear something thank you Very, very pro profound question. Now in us uh, present society, it has been quite. Uh, uh, lost subject, so to speak, to bow. Mm. Prostration is what you are talking about. The expression of your mind uh, physically it appears as a uh, nodding uh, or joint hand um, or throwing your body uh, near the feet of somebody. Um, it has a great uh, emotion involved in it. Partly, if I go to uh, observe my own experience, what caused me to bow so many, many times? <laughs> mm. first thing I recall is uh, holding my dying father's uh, icy cold uh, toe in my small hand like this. 
Mm. Uh, literally, I felt to my entire body energy is going into him. He was 63 years old. I was 80 years old. Mm. And we all five, six children took turn to massage his feet when he was passing away. Many disciples of him, uh, monks, nuns, and all family were reciting uh, last uh, teaching of the Buddha Par- Parinibbana Sutra in Japanese. It took about one hour or so, one reciting sutra. We, we repeat three times and about um, the end of three, the third time he passed on. And everybody uh, literally fell on the ground and cried, burst into cry. That was the first experience I had, the bowing experience. Fell on the ground and fainted. Getting up from that was some other experience. The world was completely different from before. <clears throat> as, a, as a form of Buddhist religious ritual, we were taught how to do it. And from time to time in the ceremony of special kind, you do many, many times of prostration. <clears throat> Doing those, I started to feel and uh, bowing is uh, um, destroying the uh, self-consciousness while you have uh, other existence. You destroy your Uh, conscious self of yourself while you are uh, accepting, trying to accept others as a whole being. You actually swallow, kind of swallow other being in you, so to speak. 
receive others as they are without question. That's how bowing felt to me. There was a telegram arrived at Heiji Monastery one day toward my last stay in Heiji. And it was from my root master's call come back from Heiji. So I went to Tatsugami Roshi month long vacation requested. Usually you don't go out of monastery more than half day without permission. One month is very long, and why you have to go? And I said, I don't know. <laughs> My master is requesting me to return. <clears throat> when I returned, my master's temple it was prepared that the transmission ceremony take place transmission dharma transmission uh, at that time I didn't know what it is he, as soon as I prostrated in front of him three times and uh, a big smile from myself, he doesn't uh, smile back to me. He ordered, uh, it is time for transmission. Prepare yourself. <laughs> I didn't know what, what's going on. <clears throat> it took whole months to go through a proper procedure for that, and many, many, many prostration took place. Uh, it was taught how to do it. Writing names of uh, your lineage masters through uh, history until Shakyamuni Buddha, before Shakyamuni Buddha, seven, six other past Buddhas. You literally write write them on the sheet. 
this on silk paper, no silk cloth. <clears throat> My finger trembles. And each character you put it on, you get up and prostrate and another character on and then get up and prostrate many, many times. It's a kind of a diving kind of thing, diving into the pool. My ego didn't uh, allow to do that for a long time. <laughs> Nobody to bend, bend for. My ego was so strong. Um, why do I have to bow? There is nothing respectful to bow. <laughs> that kind of very proud mind. Mm. While you, I was feeling such a, a contradiction, a very strong ego, and uh, when I meet with somebody like uh, Kinse Rinpoche, Ugen Toku Rinpoche. When I go there in front of them, naturally I go crumble down in front of them. <laughs> there are no question. Mm. And it is the same feeling when something um, like sick people uh, is nearby, I go touch them. Same kind of action without reason. <coughs> mm. I recall uh, Aaron Ginsberg was. Uh, uh, talking about bowing, uh, several, uh, maybe ten years ago, when we met at uh, Rocky Mountain, he was doing this practice. <coughs> Will you tell something for us? When I first, uh, I think the second time I met uh, Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche outside a lecture in a church in New York City, uh, I liked him a lot. Uh, and so when, uh, as, after the lecture, when he went into his car, I went out on the sidewalk and uh, partly kidding 
and partly serious, in between earnest and joke, uh, um, bowed down and put my head on the pavement. Uh, mainly because I liked him and respected him and wanted to show him that I did. Uh, and so he, he made fun of me. He said, oh, Allen Ginsberg down on the ground bowing. <laughs> and I realized that um, I got a little, uh, a little insulted, not much. But I realized that little bit of difference was my um, pride. And I enjoyed noticing that I had some pride left. Uh, but before that, uh, I had poet friends. Uh, and we felt a sacramental relationship with each other. We felt something sacred about each other's presence, mainly that we were on earth together at the same time and appreciated that. So we used to bow to each other also. So I saw it as a, a deep salutation, uh, uh, respect, friendship, devotion, uh, sense of humor. Thank you. About uh, incense offering, uh, it's a kind of strange custom, but uh, uh, incense uh, among many offering objects uh, encourage to practice in Buddhist manuscript from ancient time. Incense is one of the most, um, what do you say, handy and um, wonderful offering. <clears throat> One is pu purifying the space, air. Another is send the fragrance to the invisible spirits everywhere. Mm. Like when you want to uh, offer the incense to the some somebody far place unreachable uh, fragrance go to it. Mm, of course uh, what you are offering is your own mind own prayer to send <clears throat> my grandmaster 
taught me how to offer incense. Only teaching he left to, to his disciples is to stick incense straight. <laughs> <laughs> Local incense, uh, when you just open the package and uh, it, light it and uh, stick it, <laughs> every incense go like this. <laughs> Hardly stand straight. Because uh, when maker make and, and dry them, it is soft, they are soft still, and all, all of them are cut like this, not straight, horizontal, it's always cut like this, with knife they cut, bunch of them. <coughs> So how you do it is, if you let someone offer incense, when you prepare incense, you break the bottom part about a small portion, you break them straight, and then let it stand. Very simple. <laughs> I bet you have always problems. Incense go like this, and ashes go on the white tablecloth. And it's <laughs> gone. And even you blow it, incense ashes everywhere. <laughs> The incense when you burn it on the burning charcoal is when on the spot of your third eye you touch it, touch the pinch of incense right here, and then sprinkle on the fire. Mm. What does that mean? Is the incense become wisdom itself, and you offer your wisdom? <coughs> what is so dry? Mm. You have a question. I guess I just have a question about the walking posture, more of a oh. technical question about yes. the breath. Is it one breath for each foot or one breath for two feet? <clears throat> the 
か謹慎謹慎、えっと、チャイニーズキャラクター。This come from、uh, toward the end of Sun Dynasty.、Uh, マスターオブテンドーマウンテン慶徳寺テンプル重鎮アパートニアリーセブンティニアリーエイティアズオールドヒーワーズヒーセッドハズビンゼンスクールエスタブリッシュフーリーインインチャイナバットナンノブゼムノーハウトウォークピプルノーハウトメディテイトバットンノーハウトウォークヘッドストレンジーなユーキャンセットバットドンノーハウトウォークワッタサツミーナ And、uh, he re- recommended the、uh, practices to know in the meditation hall when you walk, soft, calm walk should be kept. And、uh, one breath. Half step forward, Isoku Hampo. So it goes from the joke, from the joke, sitting Samadhi, you move, standing Samadhi. Standing samadhi is、uh, the same upper body, kept the same position. And、uh, I position same about、uh, 45 degrees focus. Observe the whole view. When your head moves horizontally, you see the almost two thirds of your back. When you move your head the other way around, another Very convenient. <laughs> so you are able to like, antenna, like, antenna. You can see everything by just one move. <clears throat> When you do archery, it is very clear. It'll go. Exactly horizontal, horizontal this way. 
by changing your position slightly, you can shoot anywhere. Anyway, head straight forward, look down about the height of your body. <coughs> Conscious mind stay on the soul. You feel grounded yourself, and so you have to pull your pull your um, feet up, <laughs> pull your feet up from the ground and move forward, half step on the right side. And when you are weighing, gradually move on the right foot, right foot sore, slowly left heel go up. And then inhalation starts. And then exhalation. Soon as the soul touch the ground, you start inhalation. By the end of the next note, by end of the exhalation, right foot here starts to come up. And the inhalation starts. So one breath, half step forward. And the energy, you don't wobble around, the energy goes mind is absolutely still. Same sitting. And then like snail walk we call it. Energy wise like snail walking. <coughs> From distance People don't notice you are walking or stop. stop. That's a key thing. Meditation walk. <coughs> From that, you can increase the speed of walk without changing the content, mirror-like mind, and speeding up. It's a very exciting how things start to change.
minute. About that time, you make a little signal, and I can stop. We are supposed to speak about how to how to sit. Also, but I wanted to. Uh, no, no, you uh, without uh, talk. So I'm sorry, I didn't uh, give talk of uh, meditation instruction. Mm. It's very nice to feel how you meditate. Most of you close eyes. Why? Why? <laughs> it's a very big subject for meditator now. Why? Should the eyes closed or open? No. <clears throat> if you are a passenger in the airplane, um, you can sleep. <laughs> but if you are a pilot, you, you cannot sleep. <laughs> but uh, nowadays we have a wonderful aircraft system, so maybe most pilots are sleeping. <laughs> It is recommended until 20 years or so, you keep your eyes open and then sit. Exception is uh, close your eyes temporarily and find your Spinal spine straight on the cushion. When you are opening eyes, it's hard to find where where is the gravity point. When you close your eyes, you can easily find where where is the center. When you become drowsy, increase your amount of breath and fast, keep it going faster, especially inhale a lot and 
exhale powerfully, makes your eyes very bright and conquer the drowsiness in that way. You don't forget you are not sitting alone. You are not sitting for yourself, for others even. For some reason, you arrived on the cushion, so you find out what was the reason you came here. <laughs> it is very hard task to find it. <laughs> About the breath and uh, posture, all necessary subject of uh, for sitting, we will discuss when time goes. One thing may be helpful for you is Throughout the days, from time to time, you bring your conscious back upon your breath and feel how wonderful it is to breathe freely and discover a lot of things about breath. It's very mysterious thing it is. It has been discussed a lot of things about breath, but it relates with balance balance of your physical condition, spiritual condition, come together. So paying attention on breath is like building a fine bridge between mind and body. Bridge means uh, channel, connected channel. Um, Again, we have a problem of physical element of existence, spiritual element of existence. We tend to separate and get very confused about body and mind. Mm. 
we will talk about those more next time. Just a reminder, pay attention on your breath and try to meditate upon your activity with breath. You, most many of you are artists, uh, so I know you know a deep amount of knowledge about breath. Mm. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast offered by Hakkabai Zen Center. Our Dharma Talks are offered free of charge, and this is made possible by the donations we receive. Your support helps us to continue to offer the Dharma. For more information about Hakkabai and how to give, please visit us on the web at hakkabai.org.